have our attention be right with our experience as it's happening, not behind. The translation of this word, concurrence, it's something that you can't make happen, but you can check and notice say again with the silence or any sounds you just notice is your attention right with the sound not the thoughts about the sound but receiving the directly in the present moment that pre-verbal awareness of texture vibration And so we can come to a a deeper stillness through our awareness of hearing, our awareness of our body sensations. Not from any past memory, but just as they are. Wherever your attention is naturally drawn within the body, and then at times letting the attention anchor with hands, physical sensations within your hands. the movement of the breath, what we call breath, that your abdomen. And being also aware if something calls your attention, it's choiceless. There might be a sound, or if we're with the breath, there might be another body sensation. Your attention's there. You're aware of the sensations there. Then come back to anchor for a while. right with the movement as it's happening, a whole rising movement at a time, a whole falling movement at a time. incline the attention toward kindness for whatever appears in our body, mind, heart during the sitting 
and we can call up the loving kindness trusting that the metta intelligence within us will blossom as we make space and incline our attention toward it. And we're going to really encourage you to deepen today where it's easy, continue where it's the easiest for you. It can be that quiet abiding. And at times it could be within that quiet abiding, anchoring, at times with phrases, oneself and benefactor. Or it could be we do mostly the oneself benefactor phrases and sometimes anchoring with quiet abiding with ourselves and extending that reach to the beings around us. And at times remembering to really let that receiving, really receiving the kindness and the care within the cells of your body, your bones. from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet, taking the time and sometimes it can be just that we've lost the thread and you just put your hand on your heart center finding our heart 
May our hearts abide in loving kindness.
And finding that attunement with your neighbor sitting to your right or in front or behind you. Just very simply wishing them well. May you be happy just as you are. May you be peaceful with whatever is happening in your life. May you love yourself completely. And with your neighbor sitting to your left or in front or behind you, Extending that to just everybody here in the room and around us, all of our neighbors, humans, birds, animals, insects. Celestial beings. May we all be happy and peaceful of heart. Any questions this morning for Stephen or I?
Well, I, I think both of us would say being a parent is the hardest job. You know, it's like, it's just... Um, You know, it's, it's, it's truly where we see it's impossible to do something perfectly. <laughs> you know, if there's anything that's going to give us feedback that we have limitations, uh, that's it. So I think that's the most important thing is just for all of us that uh, whether we're children, you know, all of us are children and actually children of the earth and sky. Like, it's, it's very important to put it in perspective that you know, there's conception, and somehow we get here, and then somehow <laughs> we have these children. I mean, it's an amazing thing. And then um, the degree to which we have to fall back on conditioning to make it through that process, as well as um, finding a way to overcome a lot of our conditioning and really be able to listen well to ourselves and another, you know, and through the difficulty of making mistakes, be able to um, hear the perceptions of another being that we're close to outside of that realm of right and wrong, but just like, this hurt me, oh, I'm sorry, just these basics that, um, again, None of us are taught well. So that, you know, that again, you know, when push comes to shove, when stress happens, we fall back on conditioning. You know, it, I remember my sister had a baby at 15, and I started taking care of this child at 11. And I remember when she was, fi- this, she was five months old, and I was left for five days with her by myself at 11. And I remember at some point, I was so stressed, and I remember saying something to her that my father would have said to me. And it was the first time I saw that, like, and it wasn't a nice thing. And I I saw it come out of my mouth, and I was like, oh, this is how it happens. You know, his father must have said it to him. And, you know, it was just like, oh, this is really hard. And uh, children copy us, not what we say. It's not what we say, it's what we do. So that's the other part. It's like no matter what, um, as we're growing and learning, maybe at 11 I didn't do as good a job, understatement of the year, as I could have done at 30. So there's, I see all the, um, the bad decisions, but I still feel like there's the deep love, you know. So I don't know if that's helpful, but I, f- I feel like one has to, in spite of whether one gets estranged or stays <coughs> connected or estranged connected over time, that one has to really, this is the metta practice, you find that original love and hold it like you'd hold a baby bird. Yeah, like it's that tender and that precious and that healing and restorative and important. You know, it's very powerful what you just described. I don't know if you have any more to say.
<laughs> it's rare and wonderful that you ask the question. Mm. And it's the most important part. And there's many ways to come at it, but one of the simplest ways I do is we each carry the wounds of our ancestry, you know, or of the last 200,000 years, our direct relatives. And this is a chance to correct error. This life is a chance to acknowledge, you know, the conditioning that makes us do things out of fear, are not seeing clearly, see those mistakes, and correct the direction of our lineage. It's powerful to know when to question if we said or did something, and feel, as I was saying yesterday, notice the difference between aversive-based guilt and skillful remorse based in understanding and compassion. You know, forgiving ourselves, trying to correct our style of speech, action, thoughts with our children, with anyone at all. John Lennon said something very beautiful. He said uh, that love is forgiving each other every five minutes. It's about accurate timing. We get we got a note about if we could say more about the style of um, forgiveness meditation that I introduced yesterday's um, uh, four o'clock sitting or three forty-five sitting. You know, it it arose. The that style arose for as an offering, a practice offering, for the very first time yesterday at 3.45. And, and I, was, I was inspired because being interested in the earliest Buddhist texts and teachings, coming across the unspecified radiation of loving-kindness, and then an understanding that so many centuries went by before there was developed a, con- a conceptual imagination style or structured also effective. Uh, but in the years since we've been teaching the unspecified, it's made it accessible to a lot of people 
who the, the structure was too weighty or too heady, too busy. Uh, so that just came to me yesterday. Well, be, because in the beginning, forgiveness was taught uh, as we begin metta, because we find that in the in the canon in the Buddhist texts. But as we had the discussion yesterday, it's too it can be too raw to to bring up someone that we want to forgive, you know, when it's too traumatic and uh, shattering to our psyche, and we may be healing for our all our lives, some of the things that have intruded upon our uh, psychic space and heart. So it just came to me that the, that's an equally beautiful way to, to practice um, forgiveness, unspecified. The, the, the radiation out, any being anywhere at any time, uh, knowingly or unknowingly, intentionally or unintentionally, you know, human, animal, um, celestial being that I may have harmed. Will you forgive me? It's really simple and powerful. And just feel that silence and feel the power of putting that energy out there. You know, and feeling it come back from from everywhere and sentient beings. And and likewise, in an unspecified way, in with clear intention that it's remain unspecified. Any beings who have intentionally or unintentionally, knowingly unintentionally, caused me harm and suffering, I forgive you. Or, if it feels vulnerable, just to say it that way, I forgive you as best I'm able at this time. And the purpose is to unburden our own heart. Not make it okay, because there are behaviors we all know aren't okay, and, and never will be, going on right today, that make us want to almost do the same thing back, you know, make us angry. Uh, and we really want to be, be free of the, of the weightiness of that. So without getting specific at all, um, specific about a event or person or group of people, just to keep it more universal. Again, in that I find it really helpful to reflect each and every one of us are here right now because of the struggles of our, of our relatives of the last 200,000 years. That is, that the type of human being we are now began about 200,000 years ago. And all their struggles, successes, and failures are, we're the result of right here, right now, right at this moment. And often I begin a retreat uh, dedicating the merit of our practice to all that, to our genetic lineage, our ancestral lineage, wherever they be, living or departed. You know, because we're here to help heal them. They did their best and made their mistakes too. So to keep it that general, sometimes we have difficult parenting. None of us had perfect parenting. Uh, you know, our caretakers. Uh, and so we can't use a parent, for example, as a, as a benefactor, maybe a grandparent, maybe no relative, maybe just a child, a grandchild, or a friend's child, or, you know, someone like Pasha. Or a stuffed animal. Uh, Michelle introduces stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just that, to have that intention that radiates knowing the vulnerability and fragility of our humanity and, and how, how much... Suffering and goodness has happened through all these generations. 
you know, it's most likely the current theories that all our most immediate relatives are 150 people who crossed the Red Sea around 50 to 70,000 years ago. They're all our parents right there. You know, I, I like to study prehistory. It kind of pulls it all together a little closer. It makes more sense of why we're sitting and what we're doing and just trying to imagine when the first ancestors of ours did begin to sit and why. You know, because we can access that peace. We can access forgiveness. We can access this unconditional love. Um, because it's not outside of ourselves. It's nothing we have to construct. It's just there when we let go of the burdens. And to be able to forgive, even generally, helps drop some of those burdens, those coverings, those uh, armorings. And, and then what's left, the armor falls away, is the shining heart of loving kindness. There's no work to do to make that shine. It's just there, it's already shining. We just polish the tarnish. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.